0: The thief comes not, except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseao Afuaqua. Pastor Afuaqua is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel. A thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen.
1: Philippians chapter 4, verse 14 to 19. Yes, it was kind of you to share my trouble. One day I will teach on sharing in the troubles. (laughs) Verse uh, 15. And you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel. Somebody say in the beginning of the gospel. When I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. Somebody say today. Today. I enter, I enter into partnership of the gospel. Of the gospel. Today, Today I, make a I make a quality decision to enter into partnership, enter into partnership in giving and receiving, giving and receiving concerning, the concerning the gospel. All right. He says, He said, even in Thessalonica, go to verse number 16. Even in Thessalonica, you send help for my knees once and again. Not that, somebody say, not that. Not that I seek the gift. I seek what? I seek what? I seek the fruit that increases to where? Your credit. He said, I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied. Having received from Epiphatic to the gift you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. A sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. Then he says in verse 19, and my God. Somebody say, and my God. And my God. Yeah. and my God. He didn't say, our God. He said, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Come with me to Matthew six nineteen to 21. What Jesus himself said. Matthew 6, 21. You can give me the CV version if you cannot get it. Do not lay up for yourselves good. Don't store up treasures on earth. Somebody say, don't do it. it. Say, don't do it. it. Uh When Jesus says something, you need to listen to him and listen to him well. Don't do it. He says, don't store up treasures on it. Moths and rats can destroy them. And thieves can break in and steal them. Verse number 20. So number one, he says, don't store. Then in another breath, he says, Store. He says, instead, store up treasures in, store up treasures in, where mobs and rats cannot destroy them, and where thieves cannot break in and steal them. Then look at verse 21, because this thing is not about treasure, it's about your heart. Are you here with me? He said, for your heart will always be where your treasure is most. There are a lot of Christians who are living in the here and the now. They are more earthly than they are more heavenly. The Bible says, the thing that decides that or tells the difference is their checkbook. Their checkbook. When I see your checkbook and what you do with your money, I can tell where your heart is. That's what the Bible is saying here. I can tell where your heart is. Some of you have, uh, what do you call it, standing order into some permanent investment every day. But you have signed up Air Force and you have to be reminded to redeem your Air Force. It shows where your heart is. For is the law. Yeah. You can forget Air Force, but your standing order is debited from source. That's early investment. He said, don't do it. Don't do it. We are looking at making eternal investments. Somebody say, making eternal investments. <laughs> so we see from the text, simply we can see that the investments that are earthly and are investments that are eternal, two kinds of investments. Can you see that from there? It's there, right there. Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth. So you can lay up treasures on earth for yourself. That's one level. Treasures on earth for yourselves. Or you can lay up treasures in heaven. So what adds value or makes your investment valuable is a function of where it's located. It's not every investment that is highly valuable. And the higher the value, the greater the risk. All right? He says, do not lay up. So there's earthly investment. Somebody say earthly investments. investments. Say earthly investments. Early investments. Yeah, and earthly investment. Pastor, what are you saying? Are you saying early investments are not good? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you are a heavily being. So if all the greatest of your investment is on earth, then you are actually misleading purpose. That's it. He says, for he that swear to his flesh. Now go to Galatians chapter 6. Let me show you something there. Galatians 6, verse 6. He said, let him that is taught in the world communicate to him that teacher in all good things. Then he says in verse 7, he said, be not deceived. Somebody say, be not deceived. deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that also shall he reap. Go to verse 8. Then he tells you two levels of investment. He does sow it to his flesh. Somebody say, sow to the flesh. He that sower to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sower to the spirit. So I'm just telling you that there are two levels of investment. There are spiritual investments and there are physical investments. There are carnal investments and there are supernatural investments. That's what the Bible is talking about here. And one of the ways by which scripture gives us an opportunity... To be able to make investment is through giving. Somebody say giving. giving. Yeah, giving. Given is one of the spiritually accepted or prescribed mediums for eternal investments. According to the book of First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19, look at what scripture says there. It said, teach those, teach those who are rich. Teach those who are rich in this world not to be what? Wow. Not to be what? And by the way, when your money is not being used to advance God's cause, it eats you up. Pride eats you up. I've never met a general soul who does not see that giving is a privilege and an opportunity. He said, charge them. If you don't want to be proud, you don't want to be eaten up by your money. Not trust in money. People who don't give, one, trust in money. People who don't give see money as their security. It's their security. When you touch it, you touch your lives. Now, some of you, God cannot tell you to close a certain investment you have done. He cannot, and he will not. Because when he touches you, he has touched your blood. You can't think of it. Listen, let me tell you something. Anything you hold dear that you can't think of ever releasing it to the Lord is a God in your life. Do you hear me? Anything. If your land is so valuable, you can't let it go. Is a God in your life. If your house is so valuable, if God says I need it, you can't let it go. It's a God in your life. And listen, until God becomes the God of your life, your struggle will continue. When, until he becomes a God in your life. Many of us confess him as Lord, but he's really not. Jesus is not Lord until he's Lord over your pocket. Somebody say he's Lord over my pocket. Lord over my pocket. If he's not a lord over your wallet, your bank account, and your investment, he's not lord at all. Praise the lord. Praise the lord. It's key. It's key. It's key. key. There are things that are hard to say. And the time will come, I will say some of them. He says, which is so unreliable? Somebody say "Unreliable." unreliable. Say unreliable. Now, how many of you have seen how Ghana's CD has been depreciating? How many of you have been concerned about the way it's been depreciating? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. That's how it is. And that rate of depreciation is not going to change. On earth, nothing appreciates. Nothing truly appreciates on earth. It's only in eternity. things eternally appreciate. That's why anything you hold as dear to your heart on earth can easily be gone. He says, their trust should be, where should they be? In God. Who richly, now look at this, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. I have seen people who have money, oh, there is something else they need to enjoy them money they don't have it. Yeah. But when God becomes your God, he can give you all you need to enjoy. All you need to enjoy. Now, now, listen, listen, listen. I am a very fulfilled person. I enjoy my life. I enjoy my marriage. It's not because we are special. Praise the Lord. Anybody can have that kind of experience. When you live your life for God, I'm telling you, it's not about what you lack and what you don't have. All you need in order to enjoy life. All you need. That's what the Bible says. He gives you all you need to enjoy your life. Money is not all you need. Money is just some aspect. In fact, I have said that poor people think that their greatest need is money. How many, how many of you have heard me say that before? Poor people. When well, you are poor, very poor, poor, you think that your greatest need is money. And rich people have found out that the greatest need of life is not money. Unfortunately, when they are not schooled or raised from scripture, They grow up only to discover that. So when they eventually have the money, it begins to destroy them. He says, that is it. Trust who gives very richly all you need for enjoyment. All you need. There are things sometimes when you give, they pave the way for some other important things to come into your life. I've forgiven it. I've heard a lot of people say all kinds of things lately. This week I heard somebody say, a titan is an Old Testament practice. (laughs) And some people are excited about that. <laughs> I won't make a comment on it because I will prepare and do a proper teaching on it. New Testament Christians are not called to give tithe. So if you want to talk about tithe, let's address that matter. And if you can tithe, if tithing is a problem for you, you can't even give in the New Testament. If tithing is a problem for you, you can't give in the New Testament. You are not even a, a Christian after Christ. If tithing is what you are doing. I stopped tithing about five years ago. I give every month, I give 20% of what I receive. Apart from my offerings and other things. You are wrestling with tithing. Baby, please take your seat. You are wrestling with tight. No, 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 no. He says he gives us. Somebody say he gives us. he gives us. All we need to enjoy our lives. All we need to enjoy our lives. Do you know that the power to enjoy life is a gift from God? The Bible says, give me Ecclesiastes chapter 6. When you are able to uh, see your your friends and you are excited and you are fulfilled, you are happy, you have relationships around you, that makes you fulfilled. You better thank God for it. Because not too many people have it that way. Give me Ecclesiastes 6.1. There is a serious tragedy I have seen under the sun, and it weighs heavily on humanity. Now, this is a man who had it all, he's speaking. He says, verse 2, God gives some people great wealth and honor and everything they could ever want, but then he doesn't give them the chance to endure those things. You see, if you look at it, eh? <laughs> everybody who has anything cannot hold on to it as coming from him. It is God who gives all things. That's what, that's what the Bible is saying. He gives them everything. 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 But the only thing they lack is the ability to enjoy. What good is a house if you can enjoy it? I prayed with a man some years ago. Very beautiful house he built. Very beautiful house. Expensive house he built. The moment his eye closes in the house, that moment... That's when he begins to hear uh, footsteps of some, some animal walking on the floor. But he said, Pastor, I can be on the bed for a very long time. But the moment my eyes closes and I, I, I feel that I'm sleeping, immediately, immediately, I begin to hear those things. I pray with him that thing didn't stop. I will not come and say it stop. Because, you see, there, there are certain things that sometimes I have. Stop worrying myself about praying with somebody about a matter and it didn't resolve. No, 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 no. When I was a baby, I used to worry myself a lot. One time, somebody brought a matter before me. I fasted for 30 days. I was not seeing the results. Later on, the discoveries I made would have saved me from all of that foolish fasting. Yeah. You see, ministry work is that as you do it, you grow in it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't waste my time at all nowadays. I will eat and get my body, <laughs> and I will fast if I have a clear leading to fast. Yes, Praise the Lord! Yeah, because I, yeah, great place, but he couldn't. Great place, you see. That's why Asab said, "I almost sleep when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, and I got this. You see, when we look at the prosperity of a Christian, it's not in houses, oh. The prosperity of a Christian is not the number of houses he has. Your prosperity is evaluated by how much of an investment you have made in the kingdom for eternity. That's what is true prosperity. We have to understand prosperity from a biblical context. Why would God judge you and rate you by something he cannot value? Why? Why? Why would God consider it as valuable? When the moment you die, even you, when you die, it is of no use to you. You. When you die, great car, great house. When you die, it's of no use to you. When you die, the only thing that matters is your spirit and where it goes and what it has done for eternity. So the man, Paul was speaking, he said, therefore, having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Having food and raiment. Having food and raiment. Look at this. Four reasons why you must prioritize eternal investments over earthly investments. I want to challenge you. There are some of you, you have done well, but you can do more. And there are some of you have not even started at all. You are just playing church. You are just cool. <laughs> Number one is because you are an eternal being. Somebody say, I'm an eternal being. You are an eternal being. You are an eternal being. You were made to live forever. Whether you are living forever with God or you are living forever with the devil, you are an eternal being. Our life on earth is the shortest life we will ever have to live. Somebody say my life on earth is the shortest life the shortest. I, will I will ever have to live. Yeah, God will bless you with long life, but your life on earth is the shortest life you will ever have to live. This is the shortest life, shortest, shortest life, shortest life. First Peter chapter two and verse eleven. Dear friends, I warn you as temporal. Somebody say temporal. Temporal residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires at war against your very souls. Worldly desires. The desire to get this in the world. The desire to get that. The desire to get that. He said, I warn you. You are here on a short visit. Somebody say, I'm here on a short visit. A, short visit. Ooh, a lot of people don't want to hear that. And you see, the more kana you are, the more of a difficulty you have when you hear nothing about eternity because your heart is not in eternity your treasure is here so you always want to be here am i not communicating at all yeah, yeah the reason why you you don't you don't want to die because your treasure is here you are thinking about my house when i finish what the, if i die what will happen to my that's what you're thinking about your treasure is here you see that's why giving takes your treasure to god where your treasure is that's where your heart will be your treasure is here paul said to, to be with Christ is far better because that's where my treasure is. He was, Paul was more willing to go than to stay. But a lot of Christians today are more willing to stay. Even when we are not adding value to the cause of Christ because our treasure is here. You are an eternal being. Somebody say, I'm an eternal being. Yeah, that's who you are. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, he said, but our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship. Where the Lord Jesus lives. And we are eagerly awaiting. Somebody say, eagerly awaiting. Eagerly, yeah. awaiting. eagerly awaiting. Eagerly awaiting. When you are on, 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 uh, on transit, you are, your, your ears are very much alert. You want to hear. You know your flight time. But you also want to hear the, the boarding call. Because when you miss it, you may have missed it the rest of your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what is happening. happened. You are on transit, so don't get bogged down. That's why Jesus said the curse of this life and the deceitfulness of riches. It gets people confused. It gets people confused. That's why I will, I will teach, maybe when I finish what we are doing, now, I'll come and talk about values. Because, you see, this thing about values, if you don't get it sorted out, you have problems in life. The difference between the rich and the poor is their values. The difference between the spiritual Christian and the lazy Christian is your values. You have to get it sorted out. Values determine everything. It determines everything. Our citizens. Somebody say our citizenship. Our citizenship. Yeah, our citizenship. Our citizenship. Number two, eternal investment is the most secure form of investment. It's the most. It's the most secure form of investment. It's the most secure form of investment. 2008, a lot of people committed suicide in the US when there was a foreclosure of properties and all of those things. And you see, that's where you know people had made great investment in property. When the prices of stuff began to fall, they couldn't stand because their hope was built on nothing else but their houses and their cars. And so when those things came crumbling, every part of their lives came crumbling. I read of one man in Germany. He burnt his whole family. Because if you looked at the scale of investment, and all that had gone down the drain within a period of about three months, he couldn't stand it anymore. My hope is built on nothing else by Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame by holy. On Jesus' name, on Christ that soar, let rockers stand. All, the other ground, ground, all, other ground, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. On Christ the that soar, let rockers Said it, he said, Don't store up. Somebody said, Don't store up, don't store. don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroy them, where thieves break in and steal. Store up treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in. Number three, investing in eternal things makes you a wise investor. It makes you a wise investor. Somebody say, I'm a wise investor. Say, I'm a wise investor. It makes you a wise investor. Look at a man who made a lot of investment. Luke <laughs> chapter 12, verse 16 to 21. Quickly. He says, Then he spoke a parable to them, saying the rich. Okay, let's start from verse 14. Verse 14. 15. He said to them man who made you, and verse 15 is fine. He spoke a parable to this end. Take heed and beware. Somebody say beware. Beware. Say beware. Beware. Jesus is giving a warning. He said take heed and beware of covetousness. You know what covetousness is? Covetousness, I have this. Somebody has that. I must get this in order to be ahead. Yeah. Covetousness. I want to have more. I want to add on to it. I have one house, I need three houses. I have one car, I need ten cars. I want. That's covetousness. On. The Bible says, take it and beware of covet." For one's life. Somebody say one's life. One's life. Say one's life, one's life. Does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses. <laughs> he said your life, the value of your life, is not measured by your cars and your houses. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses. Then he began to speak to bring clarity to it. Verse 16. Verse 16, he brought clarity to it. Oh, Yabaka. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. Look at verse 16. And he thought within himself, because usually when you have more money, what do you think about? Naturally, more areas of investment. Is that not what you're talking about? I mean, rich people are always looking for area, more areas of investment. I was speaking to one rich friend of mine. He called me about uh, two days ago. I've not heard from him in a very long time. Lived his life, made some money. He called me. I was telling me, "Oh, pastor, now I want to direct my funds to Ghana. So be thinking of ways uh, we can invest." I say it's good, but if you bring money to church, I will be, I will be very grateful. I told him, but he's not spiritual. It's not so spiritual, so I don't push it that much. Praise the Lord. But it's my friend. I have rich friends. Because I'm rich. (laughs) Yeah, he's my friend. When I picked this scripture to reflect on it today, it just sank in. When people have more money, they don't think about more ways to give to advance Christ. They look at more ways to enhance their lives. Let people know they have arrived. Let be able to secure their investment. Is that not how we naturally think? That's how we naturally think. Don't be hypocritical about it. That's all. You want to be more secure. And the more you become secured in your things, the less secure you become in Christ. The more you become secured in yourself, the less secure you become in Christ. The poor are rich in faith. The reason why the poor are rich in faith is because faith must pay for everything they need. The more people get money, the less faith they have. Because they now begin to trust their money. Before, they will use faith to cure headache. But today, P. M. O. is there. They have the top brand they can buy it from any hospital in the world. Why trust God? Why trust God? So they begin to trust themselves. That's why the Bible said that they put their trust in God, not in riches. But let's continue. He said, he thought with himself, what shall I do since I have more room to store my crops? Verse 18, look at this. So he said, I will do this. I will put down my bands and I will be greater. Then I will store all my crops and my goods. Take note, he is storing. Somebody says, storing. storing. But he was storing at the wrong place. Look at verse 19. 19. I will say to my soul. So, you have made many goods. Laid out for many years. He had forgotten that where he had laid the things. It could not last for many years. Where have you laid things? And how long can they last? He said, it's laid out for many years. Many years. <laughs> he said, take your ease, eat and drink. Do you know why a lot of people can give? They want to be more comfortable. They want to be more comfortable. I mean, a lot of uh, Christians and in churches today, people don't give uh, and they, they satisfy their conscience by giving tight. When you give tight, you have not given them. Giving generosity begins after tithing. if at all. Titan is not giving, Titan is just uh, observing a ritual, and even that one, you are not even regular with it. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah. Titan is not giving. You start to give when you give in expression of your love and gratitude to God. That's where giving begins. That's what begins. Giving begins. That's where it begins from. They want to be more comfortable. 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 They are comfortable, but they want to be more comfortable. Now, let me tell you. One of the reasons why the African church is not making as much impact. We have big, big churches. is the magnitude of sacrifice. The African church. It's one of the things that is keeping us where we are. We, We pride ourselves. We have the biggest cathedral. What impact are we making? What impact have we made? People abandoned their lands. Came to live here. McKeon, today, Church of Pentecost is standing. Somebody came here. All the way. He lived here and died with mosquito bites. Just because he wanted to see something established in eternity. You are here. You give 10% do you think you have given. <laughs> and you are satisfying yourself that you are a liberal So who is a liberal soul? the Bible said they love Pastor James they love not their lives unto death we love our lives that we want to live here forever you see I cannot for one second imagine why somebody would want to live here eternally I can't I cannot imagine that I I'm have stood by people who are almost going and I have seen how miserable life here is why would we do want to live here eternally? And you see, everything we are doing shows that we want to live here eternally. Because our greatest investments are here. Yeah. Our greatest investments are here. This is where we want to build all the things we want to build. This is where we want to do all the things we want to do here. But when you are thinking about eternity, you live. As if, you see, when you see somebody who is traveling and he is not going to stay, if you go to a place... Mr. Akumia, you are staying there for three days. You don't carry your suitcase with you. Do you? In a maximum, you may carry about five, three uh, shirts. Sometimes I'm traveling. Mommy will say, you need this, you need this, you need this. I only get there to realize that the one dress I wore, is the one I wore to the place and is the one I'm wearing back. It's a short time. It's a short time. It's a short time. And listen, no matter how long you think... You have here. You still have your shortest time ahead of you. The rich fool said, "Eat, take your ease, and eat and drink and be merry." But God said to him, verse twenty. But God said to him, fool. Somebody say, God said to to him. I don't know what God is saying to you. But look at your investment, and I know God will talk to you. As I'm speaking, God is talking to you. There are things you are doing. And God deems them as foolish. But I only pray that when he speaks, you he hear. Because you see, Mr. D'Ako, for God to speak to you is a blessing. For you to be able to hear what God is saying is a greater blessing. It's a blessing that God will speak to you. But it's a greater blessing when you can hear what God is saying. Many people can hear that. He said this night, somebody said this night. Now look at this, so, this night. He said, this night you will be re- you are so required of you." Then whose things, somebody say whose things. Whose things be which you have provided for. The things you have laid up. Who is it going to be for? Who is it going to be for? Who is it going to be for? Number four. Eternal investments yields the best and most enduring returns. Somebody say eternal investments. They yield the best and the most enduring returns. Somebody say the best. The best. Say the best. The best. Say the best. the best. And the most enduring returns. Eternal investment. They yield the best and the most enduring returns. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be no high minded nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things we enjoy. I pray that the Spirit of God will give you revelation today. Some of you, it's not what I'm saying that you need to hear. You need the Holy Ghost to speak to you. You have heard what I've said too many times that the only thing that can make a difference is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. He says, verse 18, He says, that they do good that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Then he says, when they do this, they are laying up. Verse 19. They are laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. Lay up. That laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come. So you can lay down or you can lay up. Somebody say you can lay down or lay up. That people, no matter what it is, it's prayer that makes a difference. No matter what they say, no matter how you shout it, they can't get it. But it's my prayer that you won't get it when it's too late. Yeah, you will not. Peter said, as long as I remain in this, my tabernacle, I will keep you reminded of the things that are important. There are things that are important, friends. Things important, you are princes, Prince. His there are things that are of more importance. And you know, One of the things Jesus said, he spoke of the woman. He said, this thing that the woman has done, wherever the gospel shall be preached, what she's done shall be mentioned. That's why we are calling for uh, Pastor Victor's name today. And as we call for his name, heaven is calling for his name. You see, I realize that, listen, there are four ways God re- responds to our offerings. Number one, he respects them. Somebody say he respects them. God respects our offerings. God receives our offerings. God remembers our offerings. And God rewards our offerings. In the book of Psalms, the Bible said, The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. Psalm 20 verse 1. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. He says, send thee help from his sanctuary. Give me Psalm 20. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob, defend thee. Then verse 20. He said, send thee help from his son, strengthen thee out of Zion. Then verse 3 he says, remember all thy offerings. And today for everyone who has been consistent in this course Air Force course, I declare that God will remember all your offerings. He does not just remember them for just, rem- he remembers them and rewards them. said, remember all your burnt offerings and accept that burnt sacrifice. Remember all of them. Today I did not come to preach. I came to impart a blessing. Paul said, my God shall supply and for everyone who has shared in this fellowship of the gospel since it began. And in recent times, I declare that the God who sent me and gave me this mandate called Better brokers. May that God meet your every need. According to his riches and glory, Amen. remember all. Somebody say, remember all remember. All your offerings, all your offerings, and accept that been sacrifice. Remember all. all. Whichever category, project the categories for me, please. All the categories, whichever category, all your offerings, all your offerings quickly diamond category, may the Lord remember all your burnt offerings. Platinum, the Lord remember all your offerings. Gold category, may the Lord remember all your burnt offerings. Silver, may the Lord remember all your burnt offerings. Bronze, may God remember all your burnt offerings. In the book of Malachi, the last book of the Bible. There are things that happened were said in Malachi and were said in Genesis. that are very relevant. Many people think that when you say you are a New Testament Christian, it means you have no value for what is written in Genesis and what is written in the prophets. (laughs) That is one of the greatest mistakes people can make. The Bible Jesus used is not a Bible you can ignore. The Bible Jesus had Jesus had was the Old Testament. That's all he had. And you want to ignore it and you call yourself a Christian. The one who laid the foundation. You see, he says, the servants of the Lord spoke often one to another. Malachi. Malachi chapter 3. Stand on your feet. Malachi chapter Unless you are unable, please stand on your feet. Malachi chapter 3 verse 16. Then they that feared the Lord spoke often one to another and the Lord hearkened and heard it and a book somebody say a book i just told you that god remembers your offering there are books there are books there are books i don't give without recording what i give yeah it's a, it's a personal discipline i have a checkbook that is dedicated to that He said a book of remembrance was written before him for them that fear and thought upon his name then look at verse 17 he says they shall be mine, saith the Lord. In that day when I make up my jewels, I will spare them as a man's spirit, his own servant, between one that serveth him and him that serveth him not. Praise the Lord. Yeah. There are people who are using their resources to serve God. There are others who are using their resources to serve themselves. And God says there will be a difference. There will be a difference. And I pray that when that difference is being made, your own will be there. Lift up your hands and receive grace. Lord, say today I receive grace. Say I receive grace to live a generous life. I have received so much from Christ and still receive it. Today, I make a quality decision. I will not waste my opportunities. I will not waste my life. I will not waste my opportunities. I will not waste my life. In the name of Jesus, I make investments for eternity. I make investments for eternity. I make investments for eternity. In Jesus' precious name, lift up your hands. The Bible said, "I do you to wait of the grace of God bestowed upon the churches of Macedonia. Upon your confession, I declare the release of grace, grace to fulfill your commitment." in the name of Jesus that today as you make a commitment to advance the cause of Christ through your generous consistent giving I pray that the grace to fulfill every one of them shall rest upon you in the name of Jesus from today I declare the channels of your spirit open to receive divine ideas divine connections divine relationships God knows your heart He knows When he gives you more, he will have more. And for everyone who is in the assembly like that, today I declare that the opportunities you need in order to multiply your resources. I declare that the relationships you need in order for your resources to be multiplied. I declare they are released into your life. I declare they are released into your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father we thank you and we bless you that it is done. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. All right. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. We are
0: blessed. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 pm to 8 pm. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook, or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. <laughs>